It is now changed. And thank you for letting us know, Ian, uh, eventually. Okay. Something that could have been brought to my attention yesterday. yesterday. Welcome to Behind the Sins, presented by CinemaSins. Welcome to Behind the Sins, a weekly look at everything going on inside the world of CinemaSins. I'm Aaron Dyser, and I'm joined this week by fellow Baffle Gabbers, Jonathan Watkins. Hello, hello. Ian Whittington. Hello. And Danae Hughes. <laughs> we write for CinemaSins and TV Sins and do various other things inside the CinemaSins universe as well. Everybody doing okay? Do we think that Danae listened to the outtakes last week? Oh, that's a good question. Danae, did you listen to the outtakes last week? What is last week? Uh-huh. Cool. <laughs> Can somebody define for me how time works? Yes. We need a horologist in here. Yes, yes. I didn't ask for a definition on how never mind. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, not going nope, it. not going there. Yeah, not going the Caribbean there. made that joke already. Yep, that's Guys. true. Gone are the days where I could like have a really great, amazing message from someone and be like, Yeah, let's try that out. I've got an extra couple hours in this slot. There's like right, mm-hmm. yeah. no time. I'm pressed between glass. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is a uh, busy time. Busy and time. I think God, I'm a beautiful flower. You know, price between the grace. Oh my well, God! Speaking Aaron, of, <clears throat> yes. Derail the show instantly. Do yes. you remember the list that I used to keep of things never to Google? Yeah, press press the glass was one of them. That was press the first the glass one. Is one I of think, them. Just uh, yeah. to, just Wait, a reminder. Don't Google press the glass. Well, I mean, press you can if you want, <laughs> but it's it's certainly a kink. Press. Oh, and it's evolved because I started that list like a decade ago. So you make like, some scenes from the latest Jackass movie too. <laughs> probably. It's yeah. just like, because yeah. I remember Sir Mix-a-Lot had a song called Put Em on the Glass. So I assume that's the kind of stuff you're going to see. <laughs> it was crazy. No, I, I can't remember exactly. It might come to me quickly, but I was looking for a photo reference to try mm-hmm. to draw some uh, something that was pressed to glass yeah. so I could yeah. I could use it as a reference. And I, I found things I did not expect. And that was a long time ago. Interesting. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. They uh, let's just say the jackass guys in the latest movie uh, oh, smashed no. a certain part of their body in between two panes yeah. of glass. I will never find and out. And then played ping pong uh, yeah. with them. So, nope. uh, yeah. No. So, uh, Never uh, gonna watch a Jackass movie. <laughs> nice. No, I get where they're going. That would be one if we send it. I would be like, no, I'm not doing it. Sorry. <laughs> On that note, let's get into this inside scoop. What's he building in there? We're gonna take a look at the videos from the week, the process of sending them, how we felt about the stuff we are sending in general. Commercial Sins Suburban Auto Group um, has a an ad apparently called Trunk Monkey. Several. Uh, mm-hmm. Am I the only one who had never heard of no. Trunk Monkey? Is this a thing that most people know about? No, no this, I've never heard I mean, of any I, of these th- commercials though. I had never heard of them, but um, this is a this is like a local Oregon car dealership. This is like a car dealership in Oregon. Yeah. This was a fan submitted yeah. um, and also kind of co-written by the fan as well. So uh, oh, shout out to Derek on this one because nice. we were talking about commercial sins and he he said, I have the perfect one in mind. And this is what came out of that conversation. It was nice. great. Which is one of the crazy things about commercial sins. You can go local, but then, of course, we're going to have like national ones and we'll have like regional ones. So you never know. You never know what's going to pop this up on the commercial sins. super professional local commercial because like when i when i when i think local commercials i think about crap we have here like we had this guy for the longest time called mattress man and he literally just had like two mattresses pinned on either side of him and he was like he sold mattresses 
There you go. Did As you press you something between the mattresses and then play ping pong with them? Yes. No, that's, that, that was yes. a different. That was, that was a That's what I that think of when I hear local campaign. commercials. And, uh, You're not wrong. This looked like a national commercial. So this I, is this is a commercial uh, about a monkey that stays in your car and helps protect it from being stolen. Yeah, uh, it, apparently. Yeah, murders people as yeah, well. Yeah, murder monkey. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. On TV sins. Uh, yeah, what on I, TV sins. Can I just say that before we go on, there's uh, the, the sin where it's like there's no way I'm driving by a monkey trying to dump a body and not joining them. That really threw me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was funny. I liked uh, the uh, Josh Groban shout out. Uh, I don't know who that is. That was that was very fun. You don't know who Josh Groban is, huh? Hmm. You please tell me who hmm. Josh Groban is. Hmm. He's a singer. She's right. Okay. Some people Genre? might say he's really Without talented. Googling. Some people might be me. I'm kidding. You don't know who Josh Groban no, is? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. Oh, I no, thought you were not, kidding. I thought it was I'm a bit. Doing a I was bit. waiting no. for the, I was waiting for the punchline. I'm sorry. I apologize. Bit. Like like I'm gonna pretend I don't know who I'm Josh Groban is. <laughs> I don't know. You never know with Ian. You never know. <laughs> you never know if he's ignorant or stupid. He just he has a very uh like his voice is like a, the, one of the timeless voices. It really maybe. is. It's kind of like an operatic kind okay. of. But he it's had like a very narrow like radio play era. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's like still pop. very popular and has fame. Yeah, it was like but. pop opera, like pop rock. Yes. Would you I know. know any of his songs? This really doesn't matter. You Raise Me matter. Up. He brought yeah. that one. You Raise Me Up. Wait, was he the, he wasn't. So I could fly wow. with you. Guys, Josh Groban's in the, in the studio. That's... Wow. You Josh, raise huge me up. Mention we love you name. so much, we send you in a commercial. <laughs> Mention his name seven times and he shall appear. He shall appear. Uh, what about, uh, Ian, what about you? Anything else you wanted to mention on this uh, one? I, I love the video game stint of customizing the loadout of the Trunk Monkey. So it's not just a battle. Right, right, it could yeah. be with like a taser or just, mm -hmm. yeah, you can customize it. Which is something, if it was an actual Trunk Monkey, would happen. Yeah. And oddly is seen in Rick and Morty this week with him picking different Loadout options with different weapons. Yes. Mm -hmm. Strange yeah. crossover. Interesting maybe. correlation. Mm -hmm. uh, Jonathan, what about you? Well, I wrote on this one a little bit. So there you uh, did. My, uh, I really enjoyed working on the confusion of what, like, that nobody... I like I like doing sins where we make, a, like, a, 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 like, an emphatic, like, statement. Like, no one knows what the Department of Agriculture does. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. I find those very fun. I did another one recently about something else, right? It's just, it's just like you go like very emphatically. You're like, no one knows what this is. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and um, those are always fun. Also, just the guy like sitting on the glass. Like that's not – talk about pressing on glass. Um, mm -hmm. That denim would be cut to shreds. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. But it's funny it commercial, sure man. I, I've watched a few of the other ones too. They are They're pretty clever uh, – I don't know. I don't know how it advertises their dealership, but I guess it gets people thinking about them. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, yeah, how do we're ads talking about guys? That's the idea. That's the idea. Commercials. How do they work? How do they work? All right. Let's move into TV sins. Uh, speaking of Rick and Morty, we'll start there. The Rick Shank Redemption. Uh, Jonathan and I writing on this one in Dicer Watkins uh, script. Uh, Jonathan, why don't you continue on? What are some of your thoughts about uh, Rick and Morty? I think this is a season premiere of season three. I think is uh, what this one season is. season two, right? Is it season three? No, it's season three. Okay. I get confused. Um, you are correct. Uh, yeah, so I did... I mean, I know I had seen this one, but when we sent it, I, I didn't remember it. Other than, of course, it, it immediately started from the cliffhanger. Or right. not immediately started, but it was an episode that was based on the cliffhanger from the previous season where Rick got put Basically in trying prison. to work themselves out of the cliffhanger of the previous season. Oh, yeah, for sure. As they do, yeah. 
Um, it was like most Rick and Morty. It was it was a pleasure to work on. These are always fun to mess around with and play around with our stuff because uh, you know that's what they're doing. Um, I really hope that non sports or non baseball fans looked up the Jose Canseco thing because because it's hilarious. It's unreal how funny that yeah. is. Yeah. Uh, it is for sure one of the funniest things. I I did not. I unfortunately was not watching that game live, but I have seen that clip. I don't know how many times. Yeah. Um, and then I also remember we had a bunch of stuff about the. We had a bunch of variations on sins with uh, Jerry folding himself. I just yeah. remember <laughs> there was a lot going on, a lot to unpack. Uh huh. In that yeah. whole scene, <laughs> unpack. So we kind of did a. I think it was kind of a combination or something, or we just added stuff to one. And then I also wanted to know, did you burp, actually burp? Because I remember in the notes, I said, you don't have to actually burp. We can put one in. But it sounded like you did. <laughs> Here comes uh, did. the, the, the Aaron's did. hidden talent. I don't want to ruin the magic. Talent. Many people can do this. Yeah, what's crazy yeah, to me is Ian literally... This, can I share this, Ian? Please, please Can share, I share this? Share, can I share, my, this? share my bodily inequities. Please <laughs> do. do. Oh, you guys, what is happening? No, 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 no. Do you guys know this? Do you guys know this? Ian <clears throat> has never burped. Never burped. In his life. No, I didn't has know that, but I have burped. heard this. Like, this is very possible. Never burped. I just, I, it is not a bodily function that so I have. when he has air that needs reservoir. to escape his throat, he... Farts. <laughs> no, that's disgusting. <laughs> is it? It's just body function, Aaron. It's not disgusting. It's beautiful. Thank you. Part of my body is the only thing I can do. No, no, it's no. the one thing I can own, Aaron. You, hic- you hiccup. This blows my mind. Because yes. I've seen you do, like, these big hiccups. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, you have a hiccuping problem. No, that's your burp. <laughs> your oh burp is God, a hiccup. Aaron. I've often wondered if I would ever be body shamed in this way. Um, I didn't think it would come from Aaron Dyson. No, I, I envy you. It has. No shame. Yeah. I'm I not throwing shame. I get insane hiccup hiccups problem, if I laugh yeah. too much. <laughs> I do wonder. I thought he did, but now I know he doesn't. This is amazing. It's just me. I do wonder if I can morph the hiccups into a burp, if it's just Maybe. like a premature one. If I really, really try, I can. Ooh. <laughs> but Aaron, you can <laughs> make yourself burp. burp. Sounds like. <laughs> I can I can burp oh. I can make myself burp and yes that was an actual burp uh, in the I, uh, I have, if you I, do, if you do it let me like pop out for a second Ready? have we not done this on the show I, don't, just, I feel I'll, like I'll, we've done this no I'll, I'll, I'll give you like ten it. seconds I okay, believe okay. Danae, Danae will uh, take off her headphones you're in the room Ian you're in the room with me all right so this is what I do I just suck air in. Wow. Like that. So, yeah. <laughs> I turn around and you're like just having a conversation and then I put the headphones right next to my ear and you open your mouth and the wind comes out. I saw your lips move. There was so much wind on that you motherfucker. God. When I wrote that scent, I had no way to know he could do that. So I put a note saying we can just we'll I mean we the editors right. can find yeah. a burp yeah. to put in. Yeah. That timing was incredible. Just like I assume you were really peeing uh, like a couple weeks ago or whatever. Well, I have, I have news for you on that one, too. Uh, I can I can also pee on command. The uh, bucket is still in the corner. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, uh, my God. Yes, that was an actual burp. Um, yeah, yeah, you definitely no. burped. You definitely uh, burped. I remember you guys doing this one and thinking, this is going to come up on BTS. I don't want to be part of the conversation. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, I I had a lot of fun uh with the Szechuan stuff in this one. Mm-hmm. Like it, that's kind of what this episode is known for. So I feel like we, like uh, w- some of the behind the the scenes of what we do. Lots of times we will make sure 
that we send things that are memorable for mm-hmm. movies in episodes. Yeah. Like we'll find ways to tell a joke about it or find a sin in it or whatever. Because part of what we do is, you know, show you the things you remember from these things. And the most memorable part of this episode for most people is how the Szechuan sauce thing blew up. McDonald's eventually brought it back uh, because of Rick and Morty. There was this whole run on McDonald's kind of thing. Uh-huh. And they ran out and all that stuff. So we, we tried to figure out a way to put that in there. They they um, apparently brought it back again. I looked into it. And uh, I think you can only get it if you order on the app. Like, they're kind of making right. that part of the app special thing. But, yeah. 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 Uh, and then uh, also wanted to mention that Nathan Fillion's Rick Sanchez impersonation mm-hmm. is a astonishing. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that this episode... Uh, Needs to exist if for no other reason. Uh, than Heck for yeah, that. Uh, Ian. What about you? Any thoughts on this one? Um, <clears throat> I remember this episode because of the such one stuff. Um, I really, really, really can't remember this episode at all. And usually you can follow along with the sins video, but this one goes right. so wackadoodle and so up and down. It's really tricky to follow. Um, but no, I was just going to ask you guys um, how much time you thought about spending on the such one stuff and whether there was a temptation to just gloss over him, pretend it never happened in Rick and Morty style. No, I think I think you have to acknowledge it, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, and do something about it. But, um, but yeah. I was disturbed at, like, how much that made me want to eat it. Like, because that guy's, like, being, the alien's, like, just shoving it in. And for some reason, I'm like, I could go for some nuggets and some Szechuan sauce right now. <laughs> I'm going to do it. So- I want- I wanted to give a quick shout out to the description from the the episode okay. this week because I just liked it. I was like, "Damn this video for making me work out how to spell such Sichuan, Sichuan, set script." It's great. Yeah. It is. It is an interesting word to spell. Yes, uh, that is that. Yeah. That was that description was just real life happening. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. So yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh, Danae, what about you? Any thoughts on this one? What is Sichuan sauce? It's a type of dipping sauce. Yep. Yeah, I think it's an Asian-based dipping sauce. It's like yeah. a, a hoisin sauce. Yeah. Yeah, like a hoisin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Cool. But yeah. stickier. Those are my thoughts. <laughs> nice. Hoisin. All right, let's move into uh, Stranger Things. That's right. We're going back to Stranger Things. Season one. Uh, we'll pick up on episode three because we've already done episodes one and two. Uh, this is in anticipation of a new season finally coming out here in about a month. Uh, this episode was called Holly Jolly, and it was a Cardoso-Watkins script. So Daniel and Jonathan writing on this one. Uh, Jonathan, what's it feel like to uh, write on every single thing? Uh, it's fun. <laughs> um, I, I, yeah, there's one thing I didn't write on this. That's I true. couldn't. We'll get I there. couldn't quite do the five, the fiver as we call it. Mm-hmm. We don't ever. We've never called it that before. Um, <laughs> I uh, no, this was interesting. Um, I had not watched Stranger Things in a pretty good while because obviously the uh, fourth season, it's been a while since the third season ended. Um, I did not have to go back and watch the first two episodes, but I did go back and watch the first two videos, which I'm glad we did because then we were able to. I knew we had mm-hmm. some recurring stuff like the Duffer Brothers uh, mm-hmm. name, so we got to still play around with that and uh, uh, Matthew Modine's hair and um, you know just fun stuff like that. Uh, so that that was kind of more the thing I had to make sure I got. I just wanted it to I wanted it to feel like it continued off the first two videos. Mm-hmm. And sometimes yeah. that's hard because it's been a while since we've done. Yeah, those. the first yeah, one I did was the our same s- thing. And it was a lot of fun. The first one was our second video. 
I think, that's right? Crazy. That's it so was early. The second video we ever did. Wow. Yeah. And then the second that's, one that's was crazy. Maybe a year uh-huh. after that or something. So it's been mm-hmm. a, it's it's been a while. Uh, yeah. It might have been around when the third season premiered. Maybe that's when we did the second video. That would make sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I will say the sin about the kids screaming back at their parents uh, that came from a very personal place. <laughs> it's um, very real. Yeah, when you're calling up to your daughter or or son, doesn't always have to be daughters. In my case, it is. Uh, you know, just saying, "Hey, are you ready?" And then you get screamed at about something like, "I'm brushing my hair," and you're just like, "Holy crap!" Um, <laughs> there are fewer decibels that you could have used I, to communicate yeah, that. Exactly. Uh, and then <laughs> Daniel's the one who noticed this, but like the way Matthew Modine is standing, like. <laughs> And he's like so close to whatever the thing is that like it's equipment. It's it. like I mean, it's crazy. He's got his hands like on his thighs, and he's just like right here, like right up against it. And then also, Daniel mentioned the casserole thing. The casserole thing always kills me. I might have even written something too, but we went with Daniel's. But it's just like I've never like I've lost family, and like I've had fam- close family die, and I've never no one's ever brought a casserole to us. So I I just always think that's an interesting. Maybe that was an '80s thing. I don't know, but. I always think that's an interesting like cliche that I've never seen happen in real life, but I'm sure it does. Casseroles were the thing in the 80s. That's like, true. Ca- that's true. Casseroles, like casserole dishes. We yeah. had casseroles every night for dinner. We would take casseroles to potlucks. We would take casseroles to, you know, uh, neighbors who just moved in. Like casseroles were the thing. Man. This yeah. might be revisited in nitpickers before we go. All right. Deeper. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, appreciate the heads up. Uh, Danae, why don't you go next? Some thoughts on Stranger Things. I had the same kind of experience where um, when we're picking this one back up to to kind of revisit the series, uh, having spent so much time away from the other videos, it was really cool to go back because I feel like the vibe of the channel, there's a lot that's still really similar. And I was wondering if a lot had changed, but um, it, to me, there really wasn't much. But it was really interesting because when we were writing three and then, you know, continuing to kind of poke into the series a bit, um, hearing Jonathan and Aaron talk back and forth uh, on our uh, work channels and stuff about their ideas for do, if they were to do them all, like the, uh-huh. the running, the running themes and things. So those become, I think for our team more and more important when we release these season recaps and um, it's been mentioned before, but, I think it's a really neat way of thinking about how we're sitting the content and more like the the seasonal instead of just episodic because we might revisit a pilot at some point and we started something that just goes completely in a new direction because we have a different perspective on how we put our content together. Stranger Things as a whole, though, I watched this when it came out uh, with everybody else. So when it released, I watched every episode and was thrilled by it and engaged by it and creeped out by it. Um, and then immediately stopped watching it when season, like I didn't watch any of the mm-hmm. season two or three. So, so strange, isn't it? Yeah, but that's kind of how I am. I think sometimes I'm just ready to be like, that's all I need to know about the story. There's still lingering things, but it's a, it's a really strange thing to do. Danae. It's very strange. Is it a stranger thing? It's things a stranger to thing do? to do. Yeah. No, <laughs> very different. Um, I, I think, uh, the other thing about this show for me is that like I know I wasn't allowed to watch X-Files. It was right kind of in that that mm-hmm. phase where I probably could have because I was old enough to consume what I wanted. But because it just wasn't on, I didn't really get into that. So any like the thriller, I don't even know if the thriller is the right word. 
But like monster sci-fi kind of horror-ish vibe is Man, not I something that I love used your to rebellious consuming. phase was just watching X Files. That's what you went through as a teenager. Was yeah, I watched the X Files. There was always this thing like where even Screw I guess myself, man. I I would get to this point where I'm like, I just don't know that I want to see it. Um, mm-hmm. I think you mm. know, sheltered growing up from seeing th- you know dangerous things or gory things, things like that. But I remember like passing the TV and there was a. a black and white movie on we were having to stay at a hotel i think i was like six because our house had just had a smoke fire so we're staying at a hotel and my brother and i were in one room my mom and dad were in the adjacent uh, at this at this hotel and it was a sci-fi movie where they the alien took off someone's face and it's one of those things i'll never forget and it was just so so scary so that sci-fi-esque horror genre whenever i start to feel that vibe and content i'm like oh no mm-hmm. what am i gonna see right now and stranger things hit that same vibe so there was something really creepy about it that like just jolted me and it's that demogorgon open face thing and, oh, yeah. you know that they're Heck just yeah. like they're doing some stuff with like slime and goo mm-hmm. and people being like you know like barb not making it just yeah what is happening what? right now Spoilers. then you've got like the barb doesn't make it <laughs> then you have like the 11 mystery of like this superpower which puts you into this alternate reality even in a new level I- i'd never experienced anything like that and it was really yeah. fun to do so as an adult so stranger things is special to me but i'm uh, really enjoying this one i will say since working at cinema sins i have a reference point so when i watched this back um there was a sin where it's like the juxtaposition of two young kids you know having sex or getting like intimate and then over here there's this like this horrorscape going on Mm. and because of my job i had a jennifer's body flashback (laughs) right i was like yeah oh my god i've seen that you know where have i seen that before and that (laughs) that popped out and yeah i didn't realize it was a thing but it's a thing it is a thing Um, yeah i also want to just say thanks to whoever sent the shoes on the table Thank you for mm-hmm. that. I appreciate it. I felt heard. Ian? Um, yeah, I had the same experience with this show. It's so strange. I watched all of season one, loved the what's it's off of it, and I just haven't watched it since. It's so strange. There's something, I don't know if it's the space between seasons or the fact that I kind of knew I would have to rewatch season one to get back into season two, and I didn't have time at the time to do that. So um, it's so strange, but. I didn't envy you guys having to jump back into this after so much time. It's not like we're sinning the most recent season. We're going all the way back to the beginning and, yeah, trying to do the research on the previous sins videos to find those running threads and to kind of, if and when we put it together as a season-long video, how is that going to gel being four or five years apart from each other? Which is, yeah, that's that's got to be um, a tricky thing to tackle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you guys pretty much mentioned everything I wanted to say. Uh, I mean, I have watched every episode. Uh, I've watched uh, all three seasons, right? Mm-hmm. We're coming up on the fourth season. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a fun show to watch. I, I genuinely think they have captured something really fun with this cast. Um, they're growing up too fast, honestly, because of the time between seasons. But, I mean, that's not something you can help. Uh, the video itself, uh, the idea that microfiche is imaginary, uh, I thought <laughs> I think was... I think that's spot on. Absolutely they hilarious. Have to be. You've never seen one. Absolutely hilarious. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I just want to point out I had a microfiche machine and microfiche in my garage for like yeah, four years. Yeah, they're definitely not fake. 
And then some people, there are, there's just people that lie about having <laughs> yeah. owned one, yeah. let alone having just seen it's one. Called, yeah. It's called catfishing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is what it's called, yeah. actually. Uh, all right, let's move into Cinema Sins. We'll kick it off with Matrix Resurrections, uh, quickly becoming the uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull of the oh, Matrix universe. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, people love yeah. this, too, though. There are people who do love this. Oh my God. Uh, this was uh, myself and Jeremy writing on this one, a Dicer Scott script. Um, yeah, it was interesting because when we combined our scripts together, there was so much overlap because mm-hmm. the things this movie does poorly are so obvious and so clear. Like, we have two different running gags about how this movie likes it to, you know, uh, claim its own stuff, right? Like, the one that J- Jeremy's running uh, gag that he wrote was, do you get it? Do you get it? And my running gag was uh, the whole thing where, like... um uh, and now that we've done this, we'll move on to the next new thing, yeah. right? And uh-huh. so, like, now that the third scene that was is a nice done, bit this... of nostalgia. Let's move on to yes, something let's move new. On to that. So we both had these running gags, and we talked about, well, do we keep both of these? And we're like, yes, the movie is so terrible at this, we should just pound it into the ground. So, uh, so we kept all that stuff uh, in. Um, I don't know. I can't. I still can't decide how intentional this stuff is, nor if it even matters. I don't think it even matters if it's intentional or not. But watching it a second time, I will tell you. It is so crystal clear that this is the point of the movie. Yes. That yeah. I'm I'm really leaning on the fact that it is intentionally bad. And I don't like that. That's I mean, that's just that's super annoying. Um because you can make the same point and still make a good movie. Yeah. You know? It takes all of the pressure away, doesn't it? It's like, oh, it yeah. really doesn't matter what kind of a movie we make because we yeah. want it to be rubbish. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, what an what an interesting experiment uh this movie was. Um Jonathan, why don't you go first with some of your thoughts on? Yeah, I, I think you're right. I don't like this movie um, at all. I I remember editing though the the you guys on Recotopia talking about the you with Aaron and Jeremy. I mean Aaron, Aaron, Chris, and Jeremy talking about the films in 2021. And maybe Jeremy said it was the worst movie. Of course, I don't know how many he saw, but I was like, I don't think it's the worst movie of 2021. But it's uh, yeah, well, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I definitely was, but I wasn't big. I, I don't really care for either of the sequels that had been already been released. I think they're probably both better than this. I haven't seen them in a while. Um, I'm not as huge of a original fan, even as, uh, a lot of people on cinema and staff are. I know Jeremy, it's his favorite movie of all time. I think yeah, Aaron's got number it. One. Aaron's got it pretty high as well. I think, um, in the top 10. Yeah, but it's a very cool movie. It, uh, it did a lot for the industry as far as like just, uh, computer effects and action and fight choreography and stuff like that. Some 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 would call that a detriment at times, but I think a lot of what it did was really interesting. And and here I it's like it's so bad. Like it's that's what thing that kills me about this is the action is just so un it's not engaging at all. There's nothing about yeah. it that is interesting or fun. And like you said, even if she intended that uh, I don't remember which of the the Wachowski sisters directed this, but even if she it was intended, Lana, mm-hmm. okay, Lana, even if Lana intended that, it, I, I, there's a better way to do it, I guess, because it's just I don't know, it just wasn't good. It's not, a, it wasn't a pleasant experience watching. Well, it's it, it really appears to me as if it really is an f you to Warner Brothers from Lana. That you really yeah. like the more you watch it, it really is just her going like, I'm going to destroy this franchise because you you want to make me make more of them. Like wow. it's it's. It's so weird. Well, and what's even weirder is I very seriously doubt this will be the last Matrix thing. I mean, it might yeah. be 20 years from now, but like this will not be. I, yeah. I have a feeling this will not be it. 
Yeah. Uh, anyways, but whether that's good or bad, um, as far as the sins, I didn't understand the sin about the movie playing in theater one. I get the sense it should be an eight. Was that sense eight? Sub? Was that's that like- a sense eight reference? Okay. The actor on there is a sense eight. Uh, oh, actor, that's right. So yeah. Okay. I was yep. just curious about that one. I love yep. how all of the movies you could have named the narrator said presumed innocent and Apollo 13. <laughs> <laughs> which, there was a which, lot of that this week, like um, uh, Finding Nemo's Willem Dafoe. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. great. Presumed Innocent is a legit one of my favorite movies, so I was very happy that it was mentioned, but it's just not a movie that gets mentioned that often, you know? Um, uh, the Wasted Christina Ricci send was awesome because uh, we also oh, did that in the Yellow Jackets insane. pilot. Yes. <laughs> she just had a year of, I'm going to turn up and not be like used. In the first episode of things. <laughs> and then my I'll, the last one I'll say, I don't want to take away everything, but I just love that. Stop asking if you can ask something. Like, yeah, that felt, so true. That felt super personal. Yeah. <laughs> I always that. say, when somebody says, can I ask you something? I always say, you just did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you want to ask exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it is a strange thing. It a it's it's more like, do you have time for me to ask you a question? It's different. Mm. Like, right. can I ask you a question? Yes. Yeah. Can I ask you a question after I've asked you this question mm. that I didn't ask permission for? Yes, exactly. Or can I ask you a question the topic of, bro? And then you have a chance to be like, eh, but then no. it's like you have time. Then you can say, "Well, I did. Now I don't." Yes, <laughs> yeah. That was your one question. That was your. Th- yeah. you got one. Sorry, you just got the one. Wow. Uh, Danae, any thoughts on uh, Matrix Resurrections? I had no point of reference for this. I don't even. I didn't even pay attention when it came out, so I had no idea about the how, like how it was received or um, anything like that. So it's, this is an interesting conversation to listen to, but. Watching the sense video was was very very confusing. <laughs> so about halfway through, I was just like, I don't, I don't understand what's happening anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I stopped it. I'd yeah. say halfway through watching the movie, pretty much uh-huh. uh, feel the same way. So there yeah. You go. So uh, Ian was over working from uh, this office when I was reviewing this, and I kind of like I paused it and I said, I don't even know what's happening. And he was like, That's how we all felt when we watched. Like that's how we felt and we watched it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then he described, how did you describe this movie? I think it was well, something like, uh, this movie is trying to pull themselves apart so much they forgot to make a movie or something. If they're making a deliberately bad movie, that's one thing. But if they were trying to make a good movie, it's so busy trying to be self-referential and meta, it forgot to make a movie worth watching. Yeah. It's one of the two things. I don't know which is more sinful. It's, it's so, I'm telling you, I go back and forth on it because it's so weird, right? Like if Lana's desire is to go okay fine i'll make your movie here's your movie i'm gonna make fun i'm gonna completely make fun of the reasons you're having me make this movie i'm gonna make fun of you i'm gonna make fun of like there's and people are gonna hate it and people are gonna hate it like that's the part that's like uh, yeah i just sneaky genius uh i don't know it's still a bad movie though there's been a ton of great stuff written about it by the way i've been i've enjoyed reading people's takes on it for sure yeah um, I think like the franchise in general, I I really enjoyed thinking about like the storyline mm-hmm. of humans being batteries and things like that. So I think because I enjoy the content and like where it started, I thought it was a really interesting idea and something that I could dig into and, and like conceptualize and see even happening someday, like in that interesting way. Um, as the franchises continue to put stuff out, I, I tend to do I, I tend to want less and less kind of with a stranger thing. It's like, I like where I am right now. If I get out now, I'm not going to, you know, be disappointed with where someone else takes the story. It kind of gets to end for me where I want it to end. So it's very selfish. Uh, but I did enjoy uh, the sins. There was one about the therapist's room and the the sin is about how anybody could concentrate with the ego stroking <laughs> yeah. that's happening in the decor. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 
I found that one really uh, kind of fun because those rooms are so opulent. And to, to think that like, yeah, whenever I've been inside of a therapist's office, it's very bland. <laughs> it's yeah, very... They don't want you to be distracted, right? They, right? Yeah. Like they have a desk usually. And then there's like a little sitting area, but it's not like a peek into their psyche and how they would, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that was that was something really interesting. Um, there was a scene about taking pills without water and they called the character a monster. I just I took issue with that because that's how I take my pills. So monster. I don't need one. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you're going to um, tell me is you don't burp, you hiccup. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Monsters United. Uh, I did laugh quite a bit at the Kung Fu joke too. The, like uh, Nemo says, I'm done fighting. And then like the narrator just comes at him like, the hell you're done fighting, you Kung Fu. You know, like get in right. there and do it. Right. Do what we want to see. So that was uh, fun. There was also a scene where the narrator fell asleep partway through. And those are always exciting, like when he cuts himself off. I, t- I tend to find like when those happen, I- I'm wanting more and more for us to develop this part of our, our videos where we s- we really put those on their own subtitle moment. Because I always read ahead. So I know what yep. the narrator's about mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. And there is something really fun about just experiencing someone's yeah. delivery without yep. reading ahead. That's how we've yeah. done it before. So, we've put the Zs on a, on a separate uh, yeah, I kind of want to do that even more. Like, yeah. there are some where when we Save hear, the joke. That, yeah, yeah, when we yep. hear that he's got something creative that he's doing, just to kind of put it in its own yep. little space, mm. I think yep. would be kind of fun. But I uh, totally agree. That totally popped agree. into my mind at one point in time. I did have a quick question before going on. I don't want to spend any time like understanding this movie, so sure. if it's too big of a question, just skip it. Uh, but when Neo was taking pills or dumping pills or something, he there was a mirror beside him and he looked much older. Yeah, mm-hmm. is that That's intentional? Good. So the the moment where we talk about him, them not knowing it was him because they put a character skin on him, that's his character skin. That's who we're seeing. That's how they disguised him. That's, by... that's how they disguised him in The Matrix. So people who see that character oh. in The Matrix see that. And, oh, uh, and I Trinity see. Okay, has okay. one too. You see Trinity's reflection in a table okay. uh, as a different person too. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I just yep. curious about that. Totally. Uh, Ian. Um, yeah, it's most of the thoughts, but... Um, I think you guys did a great job of hitting on the mental health. Like this is where I I I butt against the fact that she was trying to make a bad movie because why would you deliberately have such a like poor stance on mental health and so, therapy and let's suicide? Address, let's address this shortly. Somebody in the comments addressed this, and I think uh, I'm going to take their kind of angle on this because I think it's something worth thinking. As a trans person, her experience with therapists may be very different growing mm-hmm. up when when she Correct. grew up yeah, than a more healthy view of mental health and therapy. Mm. She may have had therapists who were trying to help her f- fix something that she didn't feel like she more had to fix, right? Therapy lines. So so right, exactly. And so for her, you may you may be seeing for her a look at therapy that is different. Mm-hmm from ours i thought that was a, a a nice way at least to have some empathy for yeah that's an interesting kind of what she's doing here yeah, but sure. but it's it doesn't it doesn't negate that it's damaging to things that can be positive for As other people yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. now i just think it was interesting that you guys when um the angles that you hit the video from were really interesting and they were that's probably the way that i would hit it as well uh, it's good good video yeah the interesting part thing apart uh part about the that one section where we mentioned a couple times the suicide thing mm-hmm. that suicide is seen as um, 
the attempting suicide is seen as a way to positively uh, mm. escape your reality. There was also the idea of them using human projectiles at the end that yeah. was so triggering that we literally like we 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 blurred it at first. This is a nice little behind the scenes thing. Like in the mm. first edit, it was just blurred, but you still knew what was going on. Yeah. And so just throughout the idea of just can we just put up the Catrix poster there nice. while it's going on as just a way to say we're not even going to, you know, it is horrible. It because it's, it's so, so triggering. Uh, all right, let's move in. Draft day. Uh, was a, this was an Atkinson-Watkins script. Uh, Chris and Jonathan writing on this one. Uh, man, I forgot this movie existed. Uh, so, e, Jonathan, what are some of your thoughts? My thoughts on draft day. I had never seen this. Um, this was my first time watching. Um, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, it's definitely not... It's not like it's not something I well, I mean, I don't know that I've ever seen a movie set on draft day before, but it, it definitely hits a lot of the same notes that a lot of like drama comedies like these do. Uh I actually I don't know. I guess it's more just straight up drama. Um I hadn't watched Costner in a while, I don't think, in much of anything. It was really nice just seeing like a good Costner performance. Cause I forget sometimes like how uh how engaging of an actor uh, you know, he can be. He is so charismatic. Yeah, he that really man is. is just he really is. Pure charisma. Yeah. Um and he I mean, and I guess there's kind of that period around this time where he was doing stuff like Swing Vote and I haven't seen like almost all those movies, but I'm sure they're all, you know, as entertaining as this one. Um it's also a ridiculous movie though. Um as a person who follows the NFL and is uh reads the off season stuff and you know especially with my team that I follow and stuff like that and just seeing how trades go about and stuff the 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 stuff involving the trades that he makes in this movie is insane like the way he gets all these picks and you know after making a huge not necessarily making a huge mistake but doing something he realizes he didn't want to do and then he somehow corrects that in a matter of like 10 minutes um is pretty silly uh, also, and I think we brought this up in the video, I think this stayed in, where uh, I think Chris brought this up. There would probably also be some uh, investigations on collusion because <laughs> the Browns and the Seahawks do something that has just never happened where they make a trade earlier in the day. And then that person who was supposed to be pick number one falls like four or five spots and then they make the trade again. So then the Seahawks still get them, but at a better at a better uh, price, I guess. Like that player would be would be at least launching, getting someone involved in launching an investigation to like, they purposely had him drop, uh, uh, you know, to get a, to get a smaller paycheck or, or whatever. So that, that, that aspect of it was easy to send, I would say, but it's a, it's a really charming movie. Like it's really funny. It's got a lot of good actors in it. Jennifer Garner's great. Uh, you know, she actually has some interesting things to do. And, uh, so she's fun to watch. I think her and Costner actually have some chemistry. And uh, so, yeah, I liked it. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely pretty easy to send with all that stuff. The other thing I'll mention, though, uh, both Chris and I both caught the, you know, Tom Welling uh, plays like the team's uh, veteran quarterback. And he, of course, played small. He played Superman on Smallville. And then you had Kevin Costner, who played Pa Kent and Man of Steel. So that was really fun, like coming up with sends uh, with them talking to each other and referencing like their uh, the, the Superman stuff, stuff like that's always fun. So, yeah. 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 Uh, Ian, why don't you go next? Oh man, was I lost in this this <laughs> video? I mean, <clears throat> congratulations to Chris and Jonathan. You made a great video, I assume. Um, <laughs> sports, <laughs> sports. No, even if I was American, this would not be the one for me. Um, it's and it might be an experience that I never have writing for Cinema Sins is because this was an extremely 
like analytical video and i was in awe of like the the maths and the acrobatics that you guys did to say well this isn't how the first and seventh slot happens and he has more options throughout the year and he can right. do things and this deal isn't the thing you mean and i i love i would love to be able to get into the weeds of the technicalities behind that i imagine it's like me debating like sinning star trek and debating like well no this treaty mm -hmm. with the romulans didn't mean right. this it meant right. this and right using that kind of inside baseball ha ah, that's a reference that's a reference that. inside baseball knowledge to apply that to a sins video i can tell that you guys just dug into this and had such an awesome time and and the fact is i enjoyed the video even though i have no idea what sport they're playing still <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but i still had a great time watching the video the answer would be American football. Yeah, uh, Ian's like, what is he talking about throwing 15 yards? Like, what is that? I just don't know. I just, there was something I just didn't get. I was like, so... The, no, it's fine. The, I understand. So the, the Smallville guy can now... He's been playing baseball for a long time. I don't know that I need an answer to this, but he's been playing baseball for football. a long... Sorry. He's been playing football for a long time, and he can now suddenly throw faster and further well, but nobody noticed, And other than watching him bench. Yeah, I guess I, from what I understand, the way the movie takes it, he got he got hurt, I guess, the previous year. And uh -huh. so through his new conditioning or whatever, he just built up some muscle. Although I don't know how much muscle has to do with I don't I didn't play football, so I don't uh -huh. know a lot of the specifics. Uh -huh. But somehow he was able to increase his speed and also medical stuff. Even back, even that long, which was, what was this, like 2012, I think is what we said. I can't remember, mm. but even then, I 14, mean. 14, I think it's set. I mean, they do, they do have ways to like condition you. Like, especially like I know in baseball, like I have a nephew who's going through this in high school and there, there's ways that they can give him, like make his, make his fastball faster, you know, make his curve dip a certain way. And there, it, there's all this crazy conditioning that they didn't even have when I was younger playing sports. So I guess there's some way they are able to use his conditioning to help him throw farther, I guess is the idea. I it I I don't know how much I believe that that would be possible, but um well, you got to be careful when you can make someone's curve dip a certain way, you know, like that's it's <laughs> definitely something you need to pay attention to. Aaron, your thoughts? <clears throat> My thoughts on draft day are this. Uh I like this movie. I think it's really funny. I yeah. uh it's just kind of one of those movies that just exists and you're yeah. just like, "Oh, this is a fun little story to jump into. I like these people. I like, you know, um, I like how intensely actually NFL it is, which is interesting mm -hmm. because I'm not a fan of the NFL, uh, mainly because the team that I used to root for has never <laughs> done good ever in the history of the uh, yeah, this modern game. Yeah, this should have taken place in Detroit. <laughs> right? I think they even mentioned that in the in the video. But the the those sins are so legit, like you know, pretending that Houston doesn't exist, that there would never be a <laughs> that there would never be a football team in Jacksonville. Uh, you know, is is really funny to me. Um, just laughing about Dallas always winning. Uh, just the laughter on that. Just really mm -hmm. funny stuff. Um, the uh, the other one I, I had to mention the Dick Moore joke. Uh, that <laughs> the sin is after that name is mentioned. This is exactly what my college girlfriend would say to me when we played our game of caveman sex. <laughs> is so like we both listen, had we had, I don't remember whose that was, but that was awesome. We we have these running gags that we do, these running jokes that we do, and I just love that we intentionally try to twist them a little bit, mm. make something funny within it. You know, yeah. like it's just so. Uh, so I did appreciate the turn on that one. I also wanted to mention, uh, Jonathan, and maybe you can share a little bit about this. Um, uh, the actor that played the Rick character has been tweeting today about yes. the 
the Cinemasins video, and I know you had seen that, Jonathan. So uh, yeah, we what was called. That? It's the guy we called Discount Justin Timberlake, and then he. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And then he put out a tweet saying, I don't know if this is supposed to be offensive, which it's not, by the way, if anybody's listening. But he said, but I don't care or something like that. Yeah, so it was, he it said was, insult. Was, he said, I don't know if this is supposed to be an insult, but yes. I'll take it or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and so then he even had a further thing that he showed a few other scenes with him in it where we send some stuff. He's like, I think they like my performance. So, uh, and we did. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's always funny. great when we get like the yeah. side characters watching yeah. the video. Yeah, yeah for sure. Stuff. We had the guy from Halloween um mm. the 2018 halloween the guy that was dressed up as a doctor uh we mm-hmm. had a sin about him and his stethoscope and he you know he got on twitter and said a bunch of stuff uh yeah oh, and maybe you heard jamie lee curtis said she loves cinema sense maybe you heard <laughs> yes. that's all that matters that's all that matters, that's all that matters. insult me uh, all you want <laughs> and today for your thoughts on draft day just yell sports there you go very nicely done nice <laughs> can't even get it out uh yeah. all right let's move into the comment section Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I appreciate your honesty. You're a real straight shooter. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. We'll each pick a comment from last week's content to the various places that you reach out, Discord, YouTube, Reddit, etc. Who wants to go first? Danae, we haven't heard from you in a bit. What's your uh, comment this week? I can't remember what video this is from. You guys might know it. uh, Chup, a couple of days ago at this point, um, said, I think everyone that is a fan of CinemaSins burst out laughing when they saw him pick up the apple at this point because we knew what CinemaSins would say. Was that Matrix? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I stopped watching before this point, obviously. Yeah. Uh, DJ re- replies, yeah, watching the movie the first time, I instantly went, oh, man, way to further establish that you're an asshole analyst. Uh, not to mention the fact that he uses it to highlight the bullet he shot at Trinity immersively prevents Neo from reaching. Chris adds, every time I see an apple, the first thing in my mind is CinemaSins. Mr. Seven Reality said, the sin, as always, is apples. And Rock Pasta says, can confirm. I bust out laughing and said, oh, okay. Now he's officially bad. Like, we get to be the ones that officially stamp these moments in cinema. And that whole series, everyone had something new to add. And it's like just this series of fan base that, while they're watching content, are sending it along with us. And um, it's just really fun to have a good time doing it to be 
silly little nitpickers and i really enjoyed that uh thread that is fun uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll keep us on the the matrix one um there is a moment where uh the sin is about the character skin and then jeremy just laughs and there's a ding yeah. for every <laughs> single ha <laughs> Uh, and then he takes a deep breath and, and laughs yeah. again. So this is from uh, Maniac, who says, OMG, when I watched this, the extended laughter and sin count was interrupted by a commercial break right after the deep breath. And then he started laughing again. Yes! Genius. <laughs> That's amazing. Way to go, you two. That's incredible. I love it when that kind of stuff That's happens. That's great. Uh, Jonathan, what about you? Yeah, uh, mine's actually from Oversoul Gaming, so I hope they don't care. They're in, the, they're in their live audience today. Uh, but this was for Stranger Things, and they said, a long-winded sin removal followed by a one-word sin addition is exactly the kind of juxtaposition I'm here for. So you're welcome. You know, you, he, uh, they are touching on something. Oversoul is touching on something that we talk about. We talk about how the like the flow and interesting, because that is, there is something counterpunctual about that that's really funny. Um, uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you're picking up on that. That's that's really fun. Yeah, it's great. Uh Ian, what about you? Um, I will have probably the most profound comment of the day, and it's oh, from nice. the Rick Shank Redemption. Um, Jason Blalock says, um, Rick actually seems like the unlucky bird that gets obliterated by a fastball type to me. Yes. And it just reminded me of that. And I'm, I am sorry. I know a bird most likely died, yep. but it is just one of those things that the universe put together. That, that bird woke up that morning, went on a trajectory somewhere. That sports ball player woke up Randy that Johnson. morning... <laughs> Threw a ball and just destroyed it. There's no way he was aiming for it. It was just those two parts of the universe intercepted and exploded. I want Ian to be like an announcer for like for sports for like a football team team. like i would would enjoy so much more listening to you we are moving into an era of pick your own commentators i promise you this is going to happen very very soon and all they they just have to release some of the rights stuff that that keeps it but i would absolutely 100 percent listen to ian commentate on sports it would be the most popular you just have an expert talking about the facts and then i'm just in there going yay I just, yeah. I, yeah. I just want to point out that people used to say the same about me. Yes. And now they're saying, so I've been replaced officially with Ian. <laughs> you can do the movie commentaries and I'll do the sports ball commentaries. Yeah. But I think yeah, Ian would kind of enjoy himself. I think today you'd be like, why are you making me watch this? Which is oh. part of the fun, right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I'd end You're up torture. accidentally You want us to the, torture the you for the fun of the, the fans? <laughs> isn't, isn't that normal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But are ESPN you on Monday here? Night Football, they're using the. You can go to ESPN two and watch Peyton and Eli talk about it or whatever. So they're kind of messing yeah. They're around. starting to experiment with that. And they're kind doing of stuff, that with yes. Sunday Night Baseball too, where I think A Rod and uh, somebody else has a has their own telecast. So it's, uh, yeah, it's interesting. Well, I'm glad you brought up the bird. Uh, that that clip is it's it's hard not to laugh, even though there's Something death involved, is dying. because it looks so cartoonish. Like it, it looks like somebody animated. <laughs> Like that you puff of feathers that you have don't like see it's, the bird fly in. You just see the baseball turn into a puff of feathers. It's it's incredible. It looks it's like so it's great. out of a cartoon. It yeah, really does. Sports ball hits sports it. ball just yes. explodes. Just explodes. I'm gonna I'm just I'm saying from now on. What are you doing, Jonathan? I'm watching some sports ball. What are you up to? <laughs> yes. Uh, all right, let's move into nitpicking the nitpickers of the nitpickers. We wouldn't want to nitpick. Right, Danny? Pick a little, talk a little, pick a little, talk a little, cheap, 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 talk a lot, pick a little more. Um, actually... Oops. What do you mean, oops? Missed it by that much. Am I just going to nitpick everyone until they leave me? Ian takes a look at some, um, actuallys from the comments, and we decide together if the commenter was green, yellow, or red, or decide together. 
uh, if we prefer. Who knows? Uh, Ian, um, what do you got? There's one that's an instant green. You titled the video wrong, Aaron. Oh, no. It is not the Rick Shank Redemption. It is the Rick Shank Rickdemption. Yes, indeed it is. So we will uh, just apologize to everybody. Fire Aaron. And I think if I can that was Aaron's job. See that. If that was Aaron's <laughs> job to name the videos, you could fire Aaron. Aaron <laughs> doesn't name the videos. There are but multiple people it. that look at that and none of us Has saw that. Has that been that. fixed yet? <laughs> Has it been fixed? As I, of I, right I, now? I, this I is the first know. I'm hearing about it. So, yes, I have right, no idea. Ian, Oops. Okay, so Ian, let's talk about this uh, nitpicking, the nitpicker yes, thing. Yes, let's please talk about this. When you find errors <laughs> that we can still correct... Oops. You're actually part of the front lines for us. Right. Let me oh, just yes. send a quick team. message over to Oops. our team and get that fixed. Hey, to be fair, <laughs> fixing it now. I found it. In Are you my... fixing it now? This yes. is amazing. Okay. This is your thing. The nitpicking section has had a good benefit. That's amazing. So, in all fairness, I prepped for this immediately before the show. Maybe I could have brought it up an hour or two ago. But so, okay, you're not going to make somebody green. in the now comments look like an absolute Sorry. dick. Now it's right. I know we're going to try to get it right. That's all we're doing. Yeah, but now the person in the comments is like, oh, no, people actually... people know that it gets changed. Uh, we're not so, worried yeah. about that. So yes, person? that's a green. That person's yes, going to be It fine. is now changed. <laughs> and thank you for letting us know, Ian. Man. Eventually, okay. something that could have been brought to my attention <laughs> yesterday. Yesterday. There's no way whatever I was going to do next is going to beat that. So let's move on. <laughs> well, That's you did awesome. promise. You did promise. Um, oh, the casserole, the casserole so stuff. So it yeah. is. It is simply debate. So the, there's a lot of people in the comments said this is why you bring casseroles to people is yes. so that they have a bulk amount of food to eat. They don't have to worry. Oh yeah, it is something sense. that happens. Why are we sending it? Well, in the the answer is we're not sending that it happens. We're no. sending that it is now associated primarily with negative Lost. things. So mm. the sin actually talks about yeah. why can't we take people casseroles when they're having a good day? Mm -hmm. um, so that's what the sin and is. And that it's it's just, weird. It's a, it's a cliche <laughs> in, in like movies and television. But I will say, I will say to, to throw another wrench in the impact, we did take casseroles to people when they were having a good day. Like we took them as a celebration of people moving in and, I was just and those saying, kind of things. When I was so, talking yeah. about it earlier, I was just saying me personally, I've never been given a casserole. It was usually like something mm. like lasagna. Aww. Next time, get you yeah, one. next time we're in Nashville, I'll bring you a mac and cheese casserole. I like casseroles. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to make sure you get a pet bird. I'm going to hit it with a sports ball and I'm going to bring you a casserole while you're morning. <laughs> I would eat there like the go. casseroles that like weren't like I'd eat casseroles in the cafeteria all the time. People are like you don't know what's in there. I'm like, I know, it's beautiful. It's just everything's don't mixed know what in. Is in any of the cafeteria it's like, food. It's like trail mix, man. Just throw it all in yeah, there. I think that's another green. So there we go. All right. Let's move into some nay play. Who puts our in charge? I did. There is no plan B. How did we get here? <laughs> should embrace the chaos that makes no sense i do what i want i regret nothing what? i don't know <laughs> i don't this is my first name. It's, your, it's your segment if that's how you want to start it that's how you start it i guess intro it <laughs> Me, you want me to I intro? I don't need to forget. Uh, no, no, no. I, the the whole point of the day play is she gets to do the intro. Oh, is that not an it, intro? Like it is her segment. Oh, like, I, thought, I thought Aaron did an intro. I can. Poor, no. Poor Ian right now is an editing brain just <laughs> spiraling. <laughs> like, yeah. Please remember. Yeah. Please Where's remember my transition? Uh -huh. No, you know, go ahead, Aaron. Go ahead. Uh, <clears> this <throat> entire segment is turned over to the chaotic wonder that is Danae Hughes. Danae, <laughs> take it away. I feel such pressure. <laughs> the chaotic wonder. And like, 
this tiny little person walks in that's wearing like a really subpar superhero costume with like this worn out like ta 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 I'm the chaos wonder. I just it's know just last time we did this, I learned about an animal that threw its young to yes. prey to get away. So like I'm uh, excited for no, whatever happens here. We can't we can't we can't give too much expectation. This is the lowest bar that okay, we can have okay. on the lowering show. The bar. Mm-hmm. Lowering the bar is this. Okay, it's lower gotta it. be Matrix like just no expectations. Yes, we're gonna do the limbo. We have lowered the bar I, I'm so far. Start with a big bummer. Uh, because then there's just hopefully just up from there. Oh, okay. The big bummer is I was like, oh my God, I have the best idea ever. I have a sin that's not making it into a video and I can show that here and talk about it. Uh huh. And then I realized not only is that not come out yet, we can't talk about (laughs) it, but I already almost spoiled it in the outtakes already. So I'm just like chomping at the bit, I guess, to talk about the beep, uh, situation. Um, yeah. So thank you again. Chomping at the bit. I'm champing at it. We're alternating between it's, it's champing. It's champing. It's champing at the bit. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about bestiality. How's it spelled, Aaron? <laughs> it's spelled B E S T, like it should be best. B E A S. It is odd how much that comes up in life. That was a conversation we had in person with someone just yesterday. Yeah. My archaeologist, my archaeologist friend. You have a personal archaeologist. There are way too many people talking about bestiality. Or bestiality. <laughs> it was crazy. She she brought it up and said bestiality. Both Ian and I are like <clears throat> bestiality. Um, actually, <laughs> Wait, you have so a friend great. that's an archaeologist. I do. That's yeah, funny. she's like I mean, cool. in my really close friend circle. Uh, she's an archaeologist, and she's actually goes to to sites to you know preserve uh, our culture. And right now, she's going to Iowa a lot because they're doing a pipeline. And so they have to document everything. I get to learn the coolest nice. stuff from her. She's she's like, do you? Some days she'll come back from the field and she'll be all like sweaty and stuff and and just drained. And she's got to do all the reports and tell the governments at different levels what has been found because it's important to different types of people. You know, and in, in, in Missouri and in this kind of area in the Midwest, there's you know obviously a lot of um, uh, Native American things to consider. It's just it's a lot. It's a lot. And she'll go, Danae. Tell me you have a job for me today. And I'm like, I unfortunately do not have any room on the team for an archaeologist. <laughs> like, how cool would it be if we could just hire experts all mm-hmm. like just yeah. in these random fields? Like run Indiana Jones through Jen. She'd kill it. And we actually experienced something similar to this when we were at Sin Week because we had two people mm-hmm. that were like medically trained who watched ambulance with us. And that was a delight because they had a list of like 60 things that were immediately wrong with ambulance before we got started. It was incredible. I loved pages it. Pages of notes. It was so good. Yeah. The, problem is if we, the problem is if we start actually being experts on things, then well, it'll it'll be too much <laughs> yeah. pressure. It's too much pressure. Yeah. 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 You're right. You know, our our lack of understanding and our silly Google searches will sustain uh-huh. us for a <laughs> yeah, long, right. long that's time. Right. Stay so people. I was bummed because I have a I literally <clears throat> loaded it into this website. I was ready to click the button super randomly go look at what i've got for you and i can't do that so i will have to save it for when it becomes relevant later uh so in between now and then oh podcast listeners if you haven't thought about joining us on sin club there's some fun shit going on and you get to see those kinds of things um early and you get to see the actual video uh so then my backup plan was just to go stream of consciousness again so we'll just jump into that i guess listen i have banged my knee at this fucking desk for far too long and i thought if i had the resources to solve my little problems within my immediate vicinity without 
concern for money spent, what would I buy from the time the show starts to the time the show ends? So while the show has been going on, I have been accumulating tabs of things that I would purchase from the internet and hit buy if there was no concern about that. Oh, and okay. I, I, like this. I discovered I'm kind of boring. <laughs> <laughs> so, so wait. So you asked yourself the mental question. Yeah. If resources were not a problem, not a problem, what would I just click and buy right now? To solve my immediate to solve your my, immediate yeah okay now by the end of it I had I had also purchased a pony and some land so I didn't stay here long <laughs> long like eventually it's like you know what if I'm able to spend whatever money I want I guess I would just go ahead and add land and you know a horse of some kind and then I, I just I forgot the original seed of the idea so it's I amazing broke the my stuff own you rules. can find on Amazon it just doesn't seem like a stable plan. Oh, quit horsing around, Ian. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought about tallying everything up and and realizing how much money that could affect something more positive than my banged up knees because I have pieced together two desks. So there's like this little inexpensive L-shaped desk I got off of like Wayfair.com or Overstock.com. You can't really put a lot of weight on it because it's MDF board. So people will come over to my house and they'll come in here and they'll like do the lean on the desk thing. Uh And I fear for its safety. And I'm like, you cannot lean on that. It will completely collapse. So I have butted that up against my old kitchen table, which uh, I bang my knees on. So there's no actual way for me to, even though I'm looking, at a corner desk technically this is a corner so desk you're at a kitchen table right now like it just like it's a table it's just a table man that's awesome <laughs> that's what we're at too actually yeah. this uh-huh. is a kitchen table that we we have our stuff on too ah so gotcha see there's the seam right there yeah uh-huh. gotcha. podcast audience uh Danae is uh, uh describing the seam. Yep. my least favorite part oh here's my printer is this fucking so we're under Danae's. we're under Danae's right, desk now right here this motherfucker oh, yeah, that right would, that here would suck. Yeah. hurts I would hit. because uh, I go right into it. This would be a great time it. to but, uh, promote, promote the but, Sin Club. You can see underneath Danae's desk. But yes. can we talk about this little bitch? Look at this. So my leg Ooh, can kind of go here, but this is the knee banger. <clears throat> We're looking at here a nubbin. and here. Mm, so mm-hmm. uh, And look at the cords, everybody. Surprisingly, like it's not super bad. Surprisingly, Danae has oh, taped shards of glass yeah. to the underneath yeah. of her desk. What is that? Um, it's ran- so. her Rambo training. Yeah. yeah okay. Very, so very now I gotta, There's a piece of paper even, down there. I don't even know how we're gonna get back. If you Look, bang your knee as you put the camera back on, oh, it'll be oh, no. beautiful. Oh, we'll oh, 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 uh, it's, uh, oh, oh no! Stop. I don't, I don't recursion, want. I don't, recursion. The, the whole thing is I don't. I don't want it to continue this madness. I, I want an L-shaped desk. I would like to have. So so then I went on to this website where it's like solid build desks because I also need to be able to stand on my furniture. It's a long story. I'm short. I it's guess just, it's not that it's a long. Compulsion you have? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's just like, I have to stand I on my. I just need to stand on my. Friend. Very short. Yeah, yeah. So, so the desk that I found again, quick searches. Uh, somebody keep tal- tabs of this of the money I'm spending. Okay. Uh, about thirty seven hundred dollars for a solid L shaped desk that I can. Uh, this is what I'm saying. This yeah. is fast searches. This is uh-huh. quick decisions. Okay. This is I think that DutchCrafters.com was okay. that one. They nice. seem pretty legit. I like, I'm going to show again, you know, you guys, again, this is probably a segment you would enjoy visually. You're going but... to have stuff start showing up at your home from fans who are like, oh, she told us she the needs website. This. Check this out. It's kind of nice. It's got some drawers that are it's adjustable. Gorgeous. It's got like this nice little uh, scoochy scoochy uh, pencil thing you do to whopper. There's so some did Steffi, they just use Steffi the word wonky? scoochy scoochy Look at this. Look at this drawer. for a drawer. 
Wait, I want this drawer. This looks like a good drawer. Oh, also this little extended section where you can set your laptop. Mm-hmm. I love it. So or yeah, mouse. this is the expensive yeah, I think desk that, was for that your I mouse. Would. Yeah. Uh, no. Listen, it's for whatever the fuck I want That's it. True. I buy it. Sure does. I just spent four thousand yep. dollars on it. I'm doing what I want. <laughs> That's right. All right, we're thirty seven hundred. Another problem I had uh, is I, I showered a little bit too close to uh, to going live. So I with my wet hair, I put on my headphones, which means for the rest of the day I have the uh, the headphone um, indentations in my hair. So oh, I also okay. would buy a hair dryer that would be very fast and work well. Mm-hmm. This is the Dyson hair dryer that I have been obsessing over. It is five hundred dollar hair dryer. All right, moving on. I would like to have one, you know, like easy thing I can reach out and start working and I'm very tactile. I think I want to go touch screen because when I'm on the show, I'm doing like six things at once and I like touch, 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 touch. I'm creating things. And so I just looked up a uh, curved monitor, ultra wide uh-huh. touch screen, nice. about $1,500. All right, got that. Nice. nice this nice. is pretty cool. Now, I also am annoyed by the fan over my shoulder. This is Danae complaining section. Yeah, maybe a little bit. This fan, uh, the, the jarring the light. I don't enjoy the jarring light uh, here. It makes my eyes kind of funky as the day goes on. I thought, you know, if I'm going to fix something, I guess I would also do that. The problem is, is that the fans that I like don't really have lighting on them. They're kind of more close to the ceiling and it's just like a mm. little modern thing. So I need to replace the lighting on the walls. So I went with like a $400 fan, okay. but I need to get some cool lighting. And there's this really cool lighting where it just sticks to your wall yep. essentially. Mm-hmm. And you can change the colors on it and such, which would make this, I think that'd be pretty freaking cool. Are you talking, yeah. so about, like, myself, are you talking about like the, my daughter has five, like $500. My daughter has these cool. lights that like hang on her wall and she can change the color and stuff. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. I can't think of what yeah. those are called. Yeah. LCD some... lights, right? LED, yeah. I think. LED. But, yeah. LED, 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 LSD. We want the whole, <laughs> How much the is the L's, LSD? I haven't added that to my list. How much was the LSD? My daughter has LSD as well. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's good. You know, this I'm is, a good This dad. is when... At the end of my rope, I was like, I was feeling kind of bad. And that's when I thought, okay, I'll do a pony and I'll buy land. So we, we can't include that because that's just, that just went too far. I went off uh-huh. the rails. So where am I at budget wise? 6,600. You're at 6,600 so far. Okay. So right. just add well. six, just add like six more. You can be 60. So that'd be four so sixes. My brain then goes to, well, I can use that money for more important things and I'll just keep bashing my knees. So the segment in uh-huh. my mind closes down. And then I started to close all of my tabs. Uh-huh. And I was reminded about the cool bismuth. So I, sw- I switched over to oh, then um, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of science experiments cool. uh, and cool shit. And I found a video that I'm going to um, link to maybe in the description. I can just link to it. You guys can watch it on your own. But it was like okay. the best of chem talk experiments. And um, they did this really interesting experiment where uh, they use chemistry to solve mazes. And so I was watching little videos in the background and then learning how to grow bismuth crystals in your backyard. Ooh. You could turn it, you could turn it into your, your own <clears throat> small bismuth. Oh, man. Wow. <laughs> small wow. bismuth. Listen, owner. when you use the same pun twice, <laughs> you might correct. as well. You guys are good. You might as well. Yeah, uh, yeah $6,600. That's not too bad, uh, depending on how much it costs to, uh, to get the, uh, the bismuth growing uh, underway. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, honestly, that a career, a career in growing bismuth crystals would rock. Yeah. Like it would oh. just, it would, yeah. Stone cold amazing. Uh, all right, that is going to do it for behind the sins this week. Don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and go ahead and leave a comment or rating as well. If you've got anything you want to send to us, like a 
three thousand dollar desk mail it to p.o box 881 greatly. right yeah yeah it's not gonna fit in that p.o box i guarantee it uh hang out with us on twitter we're at aaron dicer at witsend at danae says d-e-n-e-e-s-a-y-s and at Sam Loomis 13. So for Jonathan Watkins and Whittington, none of your bismuth and myself, we will see you next week. Happy Cinco de Mayo. Thanks for listening. Send any feedback to BTS at cinemasins.com and be sure to subscribe, rate, and comment. Find more ways to connect by visiting cinemasins.com slash BTS. My voice is nasally enough without having a stuffy nose. I never like, hear that. I never get that from <clears> you, that you've got a nasally voice. It's the thing I hated about my voice the most uh, before I had a communications prof who was like, your voice is yours, your personality yeah. is yours. They go together. Don't fight how your voice works with your personality. Just, you know, be you. Yeah, it's the words that come out of your mouth that are annoying. No, it's not <laughs> right. Does England have a, like, an accepted host newscast accent oh 100 so it's uh what's it called um it's rp which i think is received pronunciation i'm gonna really quickly google that and make sure it's do you even right. know what i mean by local news ian because i because i know aaron doesn't have like cable or anything so you guys uh, probably don't watch local news yeah so <clears throat> we have regional news so um okay it will vary so you'll have like the We've got the three main TV channels that do like the news and whatnot. Um, and then you'll have um, cutaways to regional things and it will get more specific. So it'll be like one for the southeast, one for the north, one for the Midlands, um, and one for Scotland, one for Wales, etc. And then they'll deal with the local issues and then the local sports teams and stuff. So they'll have their own anchors. But it's nowhere near on the same scale as here because we're not covering the same amount of... Um, of land obviously but yeah there is for the longest time it's called received pronunciation and it is the the very typical british newscaster and it was that tone that you hear on bbc mm -hmm. news and um in other news today there appears to be this thing that happens over here and we were all very happy about it and it's really really super duper posh it's only in like the last 20 years that regional accents have been allowed on tv like if you sounded like you were from Newcastle and Leeds, you weren't really allowed on the telly. But now it's like, yeah, but now it's like quirky and, oh, cool, look at this. We're being inclusive by having somebody 100 miles down the road be the voice of the channel. It's very, uh, it's very John Cleese, Monty Python 100%, delivery. It, uh, it is, yeah. Have you seen Ghost Watch, Ian? I have not. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do not. Okay. It was like in the 80s. They apparently aired this in England and it was like a, they aired it as a BBC special. It's kind of hmm. like Orson Welles doing War of the Worlds. Oh, and cool. it was about, they had this, uh, they had these newscasters supposedly at a haunted house and then all this crazy shit went down. They aired it like it was real. Oh, awesome. That's fun. And obviously it was, I've seen it like in the last few years because it's, it was been on Shutter. But, uh, I think that guy, the reason I thought about that, because I think the people, that were doing the newscasting part of it were actually at the time like very famous. Oh, I would be able to tell you. Like I would recognize yeah. them. Yeah. You, you should look into that. It's really interesting because yeah, they were kind of trying. It's like a Blair Witch Project kind of thing too, I mm -hmm. guess, where they're, you they don't really it. know if it's real or not, but it wasn't, obviously. They did something very similar to that a couple of years ago. There's a program called Inside Number Nine, which is like an anthology mm -hmm. series. I love Inside uh, Number Nine. We have it on Hulu over here. It's so good. It's so yeah. high, high, high recommend. Um, and they did a live show. Um, but I was like, hey, we're just going to like try and do this live and see what happens. And then the studio like is 
haunted and they tried to sell it as this was all actually happening. You'd like and Inside it, Number 9, Aaron. 30 seconds. You would love Inside Number it's 9 because so that deals funny. with it, every episode has a theme and it deals with it in a really twisted manner. It's great. Yeah, it's That's like it's very dark comedy. And... Very, very dark. But yeah, that regional thing was, it's a typical, mm, let's not say typical, but it's that irritating seclusionist thing mm -hmm. of, well, people won't understand you because you're from a different place. Right. It's like, no, sure. I still, yeah. I, I still speak the same language. Like, they'll be able to understand me. It doesn't have to be like you sound like you're from London. And news from Scotland today. Are you doing an accent? No, that's Good. just my normal voice. <laughs> no, this is just my breakfast voice. I have a breakfast accent. I have a lunch accent. That's actually my life. Yeah. I yes. have accents yes, exactly. all day long. I do voices and silly stuff all day long. It takes a real mm. deep, wonderful person to just ride with me on a day because it doesn't stop. It's nonstop. It's a lot. Jonathan, <clears throat> let me tell you a story real quick. Just to derail this conversation that was really interesting about accents. When we got, so do you you know that I do the voices and then do the role play on Wild RP because we talked about it on the show, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so Daniel had no idea what any of what any of that meant, and through when we were hanging out together, um, <coughs> the quote that comes up a lot amongst Ian and Aaron is they'll they'll mimic my Babs voice saying mm -hmm. hammer. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? What are you doing? Hammer. It's my. <laughs> and hammer. then I even had Jeremy do it. <laughs> and uh, so Jeremy did it in the script um spoiler alert and bleep that future ian mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i'll bleep that um, i'll bleep that mm -hmm. and so <laughs> just bleep it so it sounds like penis script oh, uh, that's amazing and... <laughs> that beeps in this script yeah <laughs> i think like Maybe one of the guys, uh, one Aaron or Ian had done the hammer thing and Daniel maybe finally asked about it and we just started talking about Babs and the idea was to go into the house, sit down and just show him this clip without any context. So I spent a few minutes uh -huh. and kind of brought him up to mm -hmm. speed and then he watches this clip of my character uh, taking a hammer out of her uh, belt and then just turning and smacking a dog in the head with it. Now accidentally accidentally but the sure. whole thing this is within a game this is, yeah it's like in my little okay. my... <laughs> yeah i knew it was a yeah, real, life. real life i knew that i just life. didn't know if it was like a uh -huh. i don't know go ahead tweaks and reese's are fine so let's just say that his reaction to this clip was really fun and and after he stopped laughing and understood the context of what was happening or whatever he he was like i'm really glad that you chose to show this to me at the end of the trip where i got to know you a little bit <laughs> a little bit better because it would have been so different showing him that strange clip at the very beginning that's all it was so great because daniel's such like no, a it's reserved, great to see him laugh man he just fell down laughing when he saw that this clip it's so great and he was just like i have to reassess how i view the universe because of this clip there was this um anthology series in the 80s aaron might remember it but i don't know if Danae or ian will it's called tales from the dark side and uh there was this episode there where this person, it was kind of like Twilight Zone or something, and it's just a little, or like Inside Nine, just take out any of the comedy. But um, it, uh, there was this person could like hear uh, plants, like it, he got, to, he found like they found some wavelength where they could actually hear plants, and then like there's this part where somebody's like axing a tree down, and the tree starts screaming. And oh, it is like what no. I mean. I was like nine or ten oh or something. It was God. like so terrifying. Holy shit! That would fuck me That's up. That has affected horrifying. me to this day. Where I'm like, I don't even like pick flowers. I'm just like, I'm leaving this stuff alone. It reminds me of Jenny Slate's uh, 
snail with the tennis shoes on or whatever whatever that's called. Oh, uh, the movie that's coming out. Yeah, um, they're making a movie out of yeah. that sketch. Is it Mav- so, not Mavis. Um, but yeah, shell with shell. It's a shell with shell with shoes, shoes on or something. Yeah, she Madeline did this like on shoes SNL. On. I wonder what you would think about that. Yeah, it's an SNL sketch that's been turned into a movie. Yeah. Today, I think oh you would God, really, really enjoy SNL this. At least this trailer. Again. Marcel. Marcel the Shell with shoes uh-huh. on. Yeah. Marcel the Shell. It looks like something you would create tonight, well, for sure. I don't know what I would create, but I know that I would want to have a lot of money. Well, good job Because I, do. I think animation would be amazing, and animation's expensive. Man, somebody's talking about seeing Sonic 2. I'm behind on movies. I'm actually, Saturday, I'm doing the Northman Massive Weight double feature. Oh, yeah? You're doing the same yeah. one? Nice. nice. I haven't seen either one of them, so I'm going with uh, my friend Dave. We're going to go check them out. And, I hope you uh, love them both. Yeah. I, I think so. you'll have a good time. With... Eggers is, I don't know that I'm on his wavelength, but we'll Me see. Either. I didn't care for Lighthouse. I like Witch. I've seen it twice. I liked it better the second time, but I still don't know how much I like it. I really like, um, God, I'm just not going to know actors. I like what's her name in it, uh, in The Witch, who became like a big star after that. <laughs> A big enough star that we can't remember her name. I think you're going to love The Northman. I think I, I, I really think do. you're going to like it. Yeah. Yeah. And then Massive Weight, I just, the only stuff I've heard about it is that it is fun, but kind of like what Chris said. It's fun, but maybe not as fun as you expect it to be. But yeah, I don't have, like, I, I don't have be, high expectations. Lukewarm on, on yeah, that it's one. Yeah, we- it's, it's weird. It, it, it doesn't seem to go quite far enough. Uh, mm. but I mean, but I like yeah. Nick Cage enough to where I can't imagine it's not going to be at least enjoyable. But yeah. It's you'll enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. Oh, and I've still got to see, um, Everything, everywhere at once, or whatever, and that is still out here. So hopefully, I'm going to go see that on Sunday. Everything wrong with everything everywhere. All at once in 23 minutes or less. That's a that's amazing. Yeah, everything wrong wrong with, with everything, everything everywhere, everywhere all, all at, at once. once. I'm sure that'll in happen in 23 minutes in a time limit. That's that's, that's wild. So great. That's wild. <laughs> I'm sure it'll happen. I think it's kind of a hit, right? I mean, it's at least on people's radar. So I don't know why we wouldn't send. Uh, it at some Dibs point. not sending that. <laughs> I mean, that is literally the words that Chris said to me um, as we left the theater. He's like, well, Ian, you're on this one. That's hilarious. I haven't done a mu- Have all of you sent a musical since we stopped using music? I yeah. often on the musicals. Yeah. I think Man. I did. Oh, yeah, I did Finn with the Opera. Wow. I know I'm going to get one eventually, but like, you know. If, if In we the Heights do- was the hardest for me in that regard, just because so much of what we were sending was in the lyrics. Uh, of in the yeah, heights. you end up doing things like the lyric says this, da 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 da, da and, you, mm-hmm. and it kind of feels to me like it lacks a little bit of personality as the yep. as the sins go on. You just really wish you could play the lead-ins. Oh, you know? yeah. yeah. I had um, Rocky Horror and yeah, I did Encanto, that one too. And yeah. Rocky Horror was that's actually one of the easier videos I've written because it's so wackadoodle. But you just you just want to include the songs. Did you see the guy from Draft Day though? Tweeted. What? Yes. Yeah, I have it in my notes in case uh, I'm not, you don't talk not about bad. it. I, yeah, I honestly don't funny. know what his feeling about it was, but I just thought it was funny that he tweeted. I it. always I assume if they don't explicitly say "I hate CinemaSins," yeah. that they like it, but just they're not. They're yeah. undercover. I didn't read a lot it. of comments because <clears throat> I didn't. I knew there'd probably be a bunch of crap in there, but uh, I did. And then, I did. I saw his. Con- I saw his part of the reply in the thread. There, where he showed a couple other things. Yeah, and I was like, I think they He's, like my performance. Yeah. And then every once in a while, you'll get a Jamie Lee Curtis being like, I, I love CinemaSins. And you're just oh, like, she, it's all worth it. It's she's all worth the best. it. Love you, JLC. So what's, we're going to start this off. Uh, Danae and uh, Ian and Aaron all watched the uh, Wicker Man uh, video yes, after. Yes, And uh, they're right. going to discuss their In our new sound. segment called, <laughs> uh-huh. Oh Shit, My We Forgot. Sin. 
in our Oops. new segment called BSing Jonathan. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> BTSing Jonathan. BTSing. Yes, exactly. Lowercase t. BTSing. Yes. Uh-huh. I like it. There should be a segment. I don't know what it is, but there should be a BTSing segment. Uh, yeah, sure. you'll never know you're in the segment <laughs> until after the fact, though. You have to reveal it after it's all bullshit. No, no, no. It should be. It should be like Boulder Dash, Boulder right? Dash? Like we all hmm. talk about a Sins video, but one of us hasn't watched it, and oh, you have to pick the person who actually hasn't watched the video. Boulder Dash, by yes. the way. I thought you said Boulder Dash. It's Boulder Dash. It's totally Dash. different thing. It's <laughs> it's Boulder Dash. Boulder I Dash. missed the good no, idea. It's, it's I'll have to listen to it when I listen to the podcast. Oh, uh-huh. She's already participating in BTSing. Uh. Uh-huh. She's there. <laughs> Can I show you guys something cool? Can I show you guys a board mm-hmm. cube? What? Yes. Look at it. Oh, how cool is that? Board cube buried nice. in a rock. I, I literally have heart. Right. It's just so difficult for me to believe that's a natural occurrence. Mm-hmm. It's so it's weird. Crazy. It's crazy. Like nature. How does it work? <laughs> oh, that's something you found? Yeah, like a, a that's type an actual of rock found? It's an actual rock somebody <clears throat> found. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I mean, they probably polished no, up the square part. No. I'm guessing. It, it's does, that does it shiny. Come that, it comes out of yeah. the ground. You can actually grow shiny. this stuff uh-huh. too. Well, no, that's bismuth. Yeah. You can grow a board. It's cube. really it's scary. None of my bismuth. Wow! Wow! Oh my goodness! Wow! Oh no! I know that was a very visual, visual thing. Uh, that is pyrite. That is the um, the mineral pyrite. Yeah. I've heard of that. Arg. Uh, yes. Yep. <laughs> I got you, Ian. Good. I heard you. Guess what? I, I I fixed my microphone with um. You did the rubber bands again. Because nice. it worked so nice. well last time, right? Yep. Now they're gonna break, but I have backups ready to go. <laughs> Doing. Nice. That'd be amazing. <laughs> she just like snaps one whole thing. Just <laughs> Aaron has live while we were um, on a radio show live. He caught his microphone. Uh-huh. It fell out of the arm. It just like had come unspooled, yeah. I guess. And the entire like. Right. M- yeah. That whole entire section that he's showing just fell. And he was talking wow. into it and it went down with it and caught in his hands and kept going live on radio. It was so rad. That's amazing. <laughs> I was like, That's what you have to do. <laughs> and you know, you can't <clears throat> react so to it because nobody, if you react what? to it, you then have to invite the audience into the experience. And then right, you have, you have his a choice. Yeah. yeah, you have a choice. You can either continue going where you were going. Or you can break and make that the thing. But I think we liked where yeah. we were going enough that I wanted you were to like continue with it. Like, and not, and now you know, back to the song, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> what just happened? It was like ninja season. He would also throw things at me and I would just do this. And I would just catch it. It's crazy. Do you need to get do some it, coughs out? Aaron. Do it. Do it. Get it out How of you here. Have you taken a Zyrtec today? Because I helped uh, you yesterday. No, I took so many things yesterday. We have no idea which one actually helped. Allergic. I took four different meds. Eddie, you sound like you got really bad allergies. It could be allergies. Spring it is could blowing up in Missouri. Zyrtec, as You're it not is used to our else. flora and fauna. Yeah. So I think we'll see. Could be killing me. Hype, hype, hype. Hype self. Go, go, go. Live from a bunker. <laughs> in the heart of the Ozarks. Yeah. 
Hey, oh. Reaching boom, a big. Uh huh. You are the ones with the well liquors. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. <laughs> 